Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7, episode 557. Today, Secrets from the Script. <laughs> it's part one of our look at the shooting script of The Force Awakens. Punch it, Chewie. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod and it's out there. You have to kind of Google it and dig around for it. But the shooting script for The Force Awakens is out there. Just like the truth is out there, X-Files starting soon, oddly enough. But we're talking about The Force Awakens, of course. So let's not go down (laughs) that digressive road. Anyway... So the shooting script includes things that did not appear in the movie and also information that sort of accentuates the things that you see in the movie. And we're going to go through the script page by page and over the next few episodes share the interesting details that we find in the script that will enhance your next viewing of The Force Awakens. So let's get right to it. One of the first new pieces of information we get in the script is that Poe is 32 years old. Poe Dameron, 32 years old, which jives very well with what we know from Shattered Empire which takes place, it's a comic book series that takes place literally the day after the Battle of Endor, and Poe is already alive at that point and is a baby. He's not seen during the comic series, he's just mentioned as a a character who is talked to off-screen, but the sites that you see, don't let yourself get confused, uh, that say The Force Awakens takes place 34 ABY after the Battle of Yavin, well, that is where the timeline works from, and of course... The Battle of Endor is four years after the Battle of Yavin, so just do the math, (laughs) basically. And, yeah, it lines up just fine. So Poe Dameron, 32 years old. Laura Santeca, played by Max von Sydow. His age is not given in the script. And somebody has kindly updated Wikipedia (laughs) to flag the Star Wars The Force Awakens Visual Dictionary reference to Laura Santeca to say that he was born before the Clone Wars, but that's as much information as we're going to get about him. All right. A neat little naming thing, if you will. So the binoculars that Poe uses to scan the horizon and see the transport ships landing, those are referred to in the script as quadnoculars. So apparently quad is going to be a thing in this script with the quad jumper that we see a little later on. And now we've got quadnoculars. So I'd be curious to see if the word quad or at least the uh, prefix quad is going to be showing up anywhere else. There's a reference to the scene where Poe gets out of the X-Wing to look at the back of it, and the script has narrative description that says, underlined for emphasis, they're in trouble. And I thought it was really interesting that he didn't mutter to himself, we're in trouble, which would be in line with the kind of character he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be the younger Han Solo equivalent, if you will. And of course, that's a great line of Hans from The Empire Strikes Back when they're in the asteroid field. I mean, it would have been, I think I would have given him that one if he had said that, if they had had that in the script. But interesting choice that it's in the narrative, or at least echoed in the narrative, but not actually spoken in the dialogue. 
All right, a couple more naming things for you. And, yeah, these could be trivia questions down the line. <laughs> Just so you know, the gun that pops out of the bottom of the T-70 X-Wing, and that's kind of a cool new feature. I like that they've added that. Is referred to in the script as an anti-personnel blaster. Anti-personnel blaster. And the drawer that BB-8 pops open to accept the piece of the map that Poe entrusts him with, that's called a multi-reader. And the next descriptive thing we get is in regard to Kylo Ren's command shuttle. The wings are described as stretching 90 feet vertically into the air when it's landing. Nine stories tall, pretty fearful. And uh, by the way, a side note that is not actually in the script, but they talk about the enormity of the Star Destroyer in the script. And the StarWars.com databank lists the Star Destroyer as being twice the size of the classic Star Destroyers that we're used to seeing in the original trilogy. Now we go from a bit that wasn't in the script to a bit that was in the script but was not in the movie. And that's a scene where a stormtrooper is seen climbing out of the cockpit of Poe's X-Wing fighter. So the deal is they send someone in there to check for any data they could gather, any intelligence they could gain about what Poe Dameron was doing on Jakku. And there's nothing to be gathered. They don't find anything. And it's after that that the stormtroopers blow up the X-Wing. Then the movie cuts to the scene where BB-8 is watching the explosion of the X-Wing happen from across the dunes. And we saw that in the teasers and trailers and whatnot, too. And then he continues to roll off on his lonesome journey. And if you'll remember, a little thing pops up from the sand with red eyes. The script describes that as an animal, not as a robot. I personally thought the way that it popped its head up in the glowing red eyes, it sure looked robotic to me. But script describes it as an animal. With no other information than that, just literally an animal lowercase. And that's going to do it for our first look at the secrets from the script, our review of the shooting script of The Force Awakens. Tomorrow we're going to get such things as the official ages for Finn and for Rey and for Unkar Plutt for that matter. Plus, we'll learn about the strange creature that tries to bag BB 8 in the desert, as well as more about Rey's living conditions. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, time for some trivia for you. Get ready! Okay, for what? Last time we asked you the name of the leader of the Guavian Death Gang that came to confront Han about their lost money, and that was Balatik. Today's question, we're going to the other side of that corridor and asking you the name of the head of the Kanja Club folks that showed up to ask Han and Chewie a similar question. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you become a spy for the Jedi Council, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a night at the space opera, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.